Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to Art Chatter episode 28 with Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. And today we're talking about that imposter syndrome feeling or reality versus perception and all those horrible feelings that we get where that little voice in our head tells us we're rubbish um, and we have to fight it back. So um, I'm going to talk most of this episode because Karen's got the lurgy COVID. She's not 100%. She looks well on screen because she's got little pink cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) And we can talk because she's about 30 miles away from me. Um, So here we go. Hi, Karen. How are you feeling? Well, I'm not feeling 100% today, funnily enough. I've got a really husky husky voice, so it's going to be quite strange today. Yeah. Okay. we're doing, yeah, we're doing this anyway, you know, just, you know, let's get on and, um, yeah. you know, get chatting. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. And that, and that yeah. does, that does sum up everything, doesn't it, really? You yeah. Know? As an artist, sometimes you don't feel 100% or you're not really sort of, you know, looking forward to something or anything, but we do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. That was the position I was in last week. Really? Can I- yeah, uh, I had a, a minor crisis. So we were doing, Karen and I both did um, an arts trail at the weekend, last weekend. And Karen was on one venue and I was in a different one, which is absolutely fine, in Bristol, in um, southwest UK. And it was absolutely lovely. However, beforehand, because it was new to me, and I am, as we all know, an extroverted introvert, um, which means I'm loud, but really uncomfortable in new situations. Um, I was in panic mode. I was, the whole thing was I had looked on Instagram and been promoting along with everybody else to say, oh, look who's in my venue. Oh, look who's in that venue. And isn't this lovely? BS9 Arts Trail is amazing. And the more I looked, the more I thought, oh my goodness, everybody's like really amazing and I'm rubbish. (laughs) And I got myself into a right old pickle. Did you and get a tiz? Yeah, I did. I even rang my brother and said, tell me to do this. And he went, right. And he gave me a bit of a talking to, saying, come on, you're fine. Because my poor husband um, <laughs> had done it about 10 times, and I think he was at the end of his tether. Um, so, yeah, but I got there, talking about keep on keeping on. You did it. Yes. I did it. We packed the car. He said, well, just pack the car up. And if you don't fancy going, you don't have to. Then it was, well, if you get there and you don't like anybody, <laughs> you can leave. Just pretend you're ill. I was like, okay. 
And then it was, if you get to the end of day one and you hate it, you don't have to go back. I mean, these are the contingency plans I had going on, which is like bordering on pathetic, really. But do, if you think about it, you may not have been the only one thinking oh, that. Well, that's the thing. I turned up, sat outside in the car to set up and a lovely lady got out of her car opposite me and walked up and um, Rachel Johnson, 20, on Instagram, um, and looked at me and said, hi, are you going into the, um, to set up for the weekend? And I said, yeah, and she went, oh, I'm so nervous, it's my first ever trail. See? And I felt, and she was just, she's one of my besties now. <laughs> and if you'd never gone you'd never met her absolutely the people were amazing and yes incredibly talented and vibrant and wonderful but that's the thing I'd looked on Instagram got myself in a pickle because everyone was better than me and but don't, you know don't, everybody was just lovely do I mean Instagram I mean this is the problem with social media isn't it Everybody yeah. puts their best face on for Instagram. Yeah. Or social media. They, you know, it's, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I mean, some artists actually say, I'm having a rubbish day in the studio. Look at all this rubbish. Some people yeah. do. But when you're promoting a trail, you're not going to say, oh, my, all my work's rubbish. You're going to say, this is my new work. And, you know, I'm going yeah. to be showing it at this venue at this yeah. time. Come and see me, yeah. you know. So in a way you were looking at a a view of all the other artists that maybe didn't actually reflect all the feelings they were feeling. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, I got it completely out of perspective. They're all probably running around mad as anything, sort of trying to pull everything together as well, sort of packing paintings and thinking, yeah. oh, I haven't got any labels or, or haven't, you know, oh, I haven't got any yeah. display things. And... I mean, when I was at my venue, there were some artists that had, you know, forgotten display things to display their paintings and their um, cards and things. Oh, bless them. And between us, I mean, I, I had a couple of free card display things. I said, oh, here you go. Yeah. And they were like, oh, God, you're a lifesaver, you know. Yeah. But that's yeah. what you do. Absolutely. And I think that's something... Oh, I don't know, we need to remind ourselves because we are sitting in our own studios quite isolated and it can be everybody's having a better day than me sometimes. I mean, to be honest, I'm quite a positive person, but I did get inside my own head uh, last week. Because you kept that one quiet. You didn't even really let, you didn't let me know that you were having complete wobble. Well, you were really manically busy. yeah. You were rushing round and I just thought, I can't land this on you as well because I knew should. you'd have talked me down from the ledge. Well, I did contact a couple of people. I de texted, I actually, Hamali um, Moda, who's uh, um, somebody I respect greatly, who we've met through Connected Artists and mm -hmm. she's also in my, um, a group that actually we haven't actually had to, chance to talk yet is this the, a pod conversation the pod, yeah, yeah pod group and um uh she said oh how you know are you ready for the weekend and I said actually I'm having a major wobble and she was kind enough to reply saying you're absolutely fine you you know you've got this and you've done this before you know what you're doing and she was really positive so that was really sweet that shows you though doesn't it that 
I mean, things you can do for yourself is yeah. actually, if you haven't got anybody to contact, is actually to write down things you have done. So yes. That, so if you have a record of all the things you've done in the past, if you're having yep. a wobble, you can go back and read read through those bits and think, oh, yeah, I have done this. I can yeah. do it. I've done it before. Yeah. yeah. And maybe everything just seems to be there's so much to do and it becomes a bit overwhelming that yeah. you maybe have to sort of break it down a bit and think, okay, what mm. what is the most important thing I need to sort out? Okay, paintings, we'll right. Do that. Need yeah. to bring the paintings. That's all I need okay, to do. Right. Bring a painting. Um, and then think, right, okay, way for people to pay. Right, bring that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's the funny thing is... Um, I think, personally, the reason I had that, and maybe this will reflect in uh, some of you as well, is that I'd actually just spread myself too thin. Mm. I'd, it was on the back of doing a month in Corsham. Um, we'd got Summerton planned. I had some art going into a different art trail where I wasn't going to be attending and also had delivered some art into a place in Bath. So I was just spinning and I just thought, I think I stopped and, and said, but I haven't got any of my good stuff. And actually, you did. did. It's fine. Yeah. It just wasn't my favourite stuff. Yeah. And that's the difference, I think. I found but it. Interesting. Yeah, I found I had one piece. The biggest piece I took was a 60 by 60 centimetre piece. Mm. And I wanted to take a 90 by 90, mm. but I hadn't finished it. I still haven't finished it. And I was thinking, oh, in a way, my, mm. all my displays ruined, not just, dis you know, mm. ruined yeah. because I haven't got my big piece, the big piece yeah. that I wanted to have as my key piece. And I just had to say, no, I'm not, not. I'm mm. just, it is not spreading myself. It. I'm not rushing it. I'm mm. going to just take these bits. Mm. And as it was, when I got there, half the stuff I took, I didn't put out because I yeah. just wanted to keep it quite clean and yep. sort of had them there sort of if I needed them. Mm. Um, but it is, you sort of have to sometimes sort of stop yourself from spinning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting, isn't it, that whole kind of how we perceive other people because I'd looked at the people in my venue and they're absolutely delightful now um but when I looked and there's um Barney who's a part portraitist and there's the gorgeous Joe Stevens who I have to say right I'm going to mention her because I did say I would talk about Joe uh, very briefly she um is a Bristol artist who does a lot of animal portraits mm -hmm. um she had a fantastic boxer dog and a cat, I think that was called Benji, which I obviously remember the name of because that's was... my boy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a gorgeous howling wolf with the moon behind it. And she said she was really drawn to it because she loves wolves. And one of her things is when she actually sells one of the prints, because she's had some beautiful prints made of it as well, she's going to give some money to the charity of the Wolf Conservation Trust, I think it oh, is. right. Um, because she feels so passionately about the species. So I wanted to mention Jo because actually she made me giggle 
all weekend. Um, she's hilarious and very, very sweet and incredibly talented. So um, then I had um, another friend who I mentioned earlier, Rachel Johnson, who did CVP mm-hmm. with me. That's Nicholas Wilton. And also the dancing queen herself, Felt by Fee, who does a lot of <laughs> felt work, but also marble paper and print work and things. But I have to say, she's also a massage therapist, which I'm not advertising because she only has select clients, apparently. But she is known by her select clients as Felt Up by Fee. <laughs> which tickled me. And she kept us buzzing all weekend with music and dancing. Um, and there was another absolutely beautiful um, doctor artist um, called Monica Quayla and um, based in, in Bristol as well, who I think it was her first trail or second possibly because she had no form of payment taking except cash and also didn't bother with bubble wrap you know, just turned up with paintings and she was absolutely her work is absolutely stunning go and have a look because a lot of it is a gold leaf with painting on top um but the reason I, I when I when she turned up with the paintings just kind of loosely wrapped in towels and things it took all that mystique away because I'd seen her work before I went and thought oh oh my goodness and Rachel and, you know, um, Monica both took the mystique away by just being normal people. How weird is that, that they were normal and nice? And actually, I have to say to you, we've got to interview Monica at some stage because she sold a beautiful large painting. She had several. She works quite large. And several people had asked about one piece in particular before she actually got to the trail, so she thought that was going to sell and didn't think any of the others would sell necessarily. And then her favourite piece went. And as it left, she was kind of, ooh, that's quite oh, odd. That's, that's <laughs> really interesting, isn't it? It I mean, is. How do you feel about when painting sell? I mean, do you, do you almost sort of wish they hadn't sold? Or are you always ready when you've varnished them, ready for them to sell? I think it's a mixture. There's some that I'm that are ready to leave the nest, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's a couple that I'd just like to hang around a bit longer. What about you? I, I'm actually. It, there's a few that I will never sell. Mm. But I don't take don't take those to be sold. Mm. Um, I think I used to take them to be sold, but I. They didn't go, and I was pleased that they didn't mm. go, and I've kept them. But no, I don't. I don't worry about things selling. You know, I mean, I don't feel I've lost something. I'm just thrilled that someone sees a lot in it as well, mm. and that they want to enjoy it. Mm. You know, when it's a favourite, and someone sort of said, you know, you know, you always have your favourites. When your favourite goes, mm. I think that's almost an extra happy dance almost you know like oh someone else has got a fate seen my favorite yeah almost almost more special that sale is almost more special because it's one that you've sort of enjoyed as well yeah 
especially. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I, I really, really feel self-conscious about talking so much, but I can see Karen struggling <laughs> with talking. So. I'm trying not to cough. I'm trying. You're I'm doing really sorry. well. No, yeah, well, it's pers- perseverance, isn't it? I mean, this is this is it. When when you you know, almost as if you know the chips are down. Sometimes you've just got to dig in and just mm. keep keep going. And we, mm. you know, when we committed to doing this, we knew that mm. we were doing one every couple of weeks. We'll have yeah. to build in some interviews with people or something like that. Yeah, we and need have to get some clever. have some reserve reserve you know, sessions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we should maybe actually listeners, if you've got any, um, I say listeners, that sounds really twin yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, if anybody listening has got any suggestions over people they'd like us to interview. And we can perhaps keep one of those in the bag for when we're um, when Karen loses her voice next time. You don't have to listen to me so much. <laughs> oh, but anyway, let's see. What are you up to? Because Karen has been banished to her studio today. I've been banished out of the house because my daughter is revising for her last two A levels, and by the time this goes out, it will all be done, Woo-hoo. and life in the house will have. Lifted. Got some calm. Yeah, and some calm. The stress levels would have reduced and, you know, everything would be sort of lightness mm. upon light. Mm. So, um, but today I've banished myself to the studio so that I'm not around. Yeah. And I'll have the doors open, you know, the doors open, the windows open. And it's yeah. actually quite good that I'm self-imposed, you know, banishment yeah. here because the studio needs a complete overhaul. Mm. It is because we've been so muddled and we've been trying to fit lots of things in. Mm. I mean, you've been doing your stuff. I've been doing workshops and we've been doing Mm. the exhibitions and things. I've got piles of stuff everywhere. And the working Mm. space is not, I suppose, the best it could be. I need to to create some space and some headspace so that I can actually create and explore and, and... do that, but also finish. I've got a few paintings I want to finish. Mm. But I thought today and probably be banished tomorrow because I don't think, mm. you know, COVID suddenly leaves you in one day. Um, I'm going to sort of just dig out and look through and review paintings and just yeah. sort of see. Um, so I'm not going to start painting. I don't feel well enough to paint, but I can no. potter. I'm yes. going to potter and just sort of look through everything maybe I might do some stu- um, sketchbook work just you know playing yeah if I feel up to that yeah absolutely but the main but the main thing is I've got to clear some space I've got at the moment about a foot square clear on my <laughs> table <laughs> and that's, that's certainly not big enough to even stick the the table easel on you know to do no. any paintings from no, but um, I'm quite looking forward to that. I just will, wish I felt a little bit better that I could enjoy it a bit more. That's the thing. When you're ill and you've actually got time to do something, you don't feel well enough to do it. It's really sad, yeah, I know, isn't it? I know. Tragic. I mean, a part of me sort of, I think if it doesn't go down too well, I might just um, curl up with a book or, you know, watch mm. a film or something. But I'm not allowed yeah. back in the house, so that might not be possible. <laughs> oh. I'll be banished, banished here. 
Or perhaps you could scurry past and up to your bedroom with a laptop and watch yeah. something there that way. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You could do that. Though yeah. it's, it it is a lovely lovely day and it's um, beautiful. I think that you know being in the studio, it will actually be really good. Um, Looking forward I to that. I think that's therapy in itself. That should, maybe that should be the the COVID treatment, really, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Get yourself a studio. Go in yeah. there and um, absolutely unwind. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's um, a, a really good idea. I think I've got a Ziggy bed, uh, a dog bed in my studio. And I wish I had space for a little mattress to lie and curl upon as well. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to curl up in Ziggy's no. bed then. <laughs> no, one one foot would fit. <laughs> but I think, you know, we build our studios. Maybe we should do pull down or little hammock in them as well so we can have a little sleep, a little nap. Well, you get all these. If you think of, um, is it George Clark? Is that the right name? Yes, his amazing spaces. Because, yeah, because I did a fold-out wall in my studio to get some more wall space to hang work on. Yeah. Um, maybe we've got some. You know, maybe we've got something there. We could. We could paint it the artist's hammock. Yeah. <laughs> or um, yeah, sort of somewhere. What else could we do in a studio? Oh, oh. one oh. of those dangly big egg chairs because they're big enough to kind of curl up in, aren't they? Yeah, could do and that. And that wouldn't take up any floor space. No, but it is like bulky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it'd be quite. As I yeah. sort of why well, Karen's doing a demonstration, like she's a fisherman with her of... arms out wide, and I can't see either of her arms. Yeah, no, I was just mm. thinking that's quite big. It wouldn't fit in my studio. I think the hammock. It wouldn't that you fit could in put... mine. It'd take my whole studio over. But from one end to the other, you could fit a hammock. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you could take those down as well. I so, know. Yeah, you, see? you see? Well, I saw Karen Stamper yes, actually had some ropes. Say. She had yeah. some ro- ropes and she did yoga. Hanging. Yes. Yes. It was a fantastic little thing. She said people come into her studio and ask her what the ropes are for. And, and thought, so she demonstrated. Yeah. She's. She, it's a particular type of yoga, isn't it? Is it Iyengar yoga or something yeah, like that? It might be, but yeah, I'll put a clip i'll put the link to that particular clip um, oh. reel she did because i just watched and thought oh my goodness every artist should be doing this well especially if as you can space. get your back you know if you're working yeah. you can get quite because tomorrow grand um does exercises and she's done um reels showing a few key exercises you can do, do to sort of loosen your back up yeah and they've been I must useful admit, when i've worked big especially Mm-hmm. Um, my right shoulder, because I'm right-handed, mm-hmm. really can seize up by the end of the day. Of but I have a fantastic massage. We are moaning like mad yeah, today, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> We're falling apart. I was going to say, the side, <laughs> side effects of being an artist. Yeah. I know, people think it's an easy life. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not. And I saw something else yesterday, which I thought, oh, that's amazing. What's that? You know how we've always got to carry paintings to and from venues if we're doing arts trail or something similar? Oh, yeah. There was, do you remember those red wagons that kids used to have? I think they're very American. Oh, they're yeah. They're absolutely beautiful. There is a fold-down version. Oh, really? With big, sturdy wheels. Oh. I thought, do you know, that would be fantastic for artists to carry, lug their stuff about in. Yeah, because you could then just pack it up. Yeah. Rather than walk into the car and back all the time. Yeah. Because that was so. one, I mean, that's one thing. When I was at my venue, 
the tr- arts mm. trail at the weekend. Everyone was so helpful helping each other. Mm. You because know, I ended yeah. up parking right down the road because obviously you can't all park directly outside. Yeah. But just walking up the road thinking, got to get to yeah. the other end with all of this. And then people were coming down to help to sort of unload the car. So I was much, well, I much really appreciated nice. that. See, the artist community is really nice, isn't it? It is. But also, the benefit. Yeah. I was just thinking, the benefits mm. of doing an art trail. Mm. I mean, yes, you can sell work and you can do mm. that. But it's the people you meet, yes, the artists, but yeah. also the people that come along. Yeah. Because I can't say quite how many people that I met. I mean, but of a few, I had people that I hadn't seen for years Aww. that came. Some had come over especially because they'd seen I was doing it and they live in Bristol, so they thought they'd come oh, across. And that? some people I'd lost touch with mm. that looking over a face mask, sort of looking <laughs> at each other, really? It's you? You know, so <laughs> that sort of thing was really good. Yeah. To do. It really sort of made you sort of think, oh, that would never have happened if, mm. you know, I hadn't have turned up. Yeah. I had some really lovely conversations with people, as we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people coming through and looking at the art. Um, but always the biggest benefit to me is speaking to the other artists, really. It, they're just, you know, artists, when we, when we scuttle out of our studios and our little workplaces, lovely people. Mm. We had such a giggle. And there's nobody, I don't think you'll find a community that's more giving than the artist community. Because like you said, they do kind of all rally and help each other out. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I was really, you know, pleased about is that Yulia Maliva, who Mm. was organising our venue... I mean, she did that. She was helping another artist. She organised all of us and then she had her own stuff to put up. And you oh. just thought, all that effort. I know. You know. I know. Extra effort involved, particularly when you're getting your own stuff ready as well. Yeah. But we all appreciated it. So um, Yeah. It does make a difference. It does. Because everybody just then, it sets the tone for the whole weekend. Mm. And that's, I think, this is kind of a recurring theme for us, I think. That everything we have said from, from probably day one is that artists, the kindness of artists has made us keep going. It's other people's generosity in offering tips, advice, um, rallying around and and boosting confidence or making sure that everybody's okay. All of those things, the artists, the the community, I mean, we're both part of... Um, Alice Sheridan's Connected Artists um, Connected Artists Club, and that community is very giving. They share knowledge, they share information. Um, the same, I know there are various clubs and artist groups like Lewis Noble has one, and um, Louise Fletcher has one, and there are free groups online as well on Facebook groups, and I I can say without doubt that any of those free groups you will find somebody who boosts you and just supports you when you're having a wobble and I I I just think it's precious it's precious yeah and you are allowed to have a wobble but 
come out but come out the other side of it (laughs) (laughs) i think i was having an existential crisis well it's quite everything was wrong i had a problem for every solution (laughs) but it's it's it is amazing though to think you know and you've had lots of experience doing yeah events so it can happen to anyone yeah it wasn't necessary that it was a new venue it was um and I work, you know, I've been around absolutely stunning artists that I admire for years now. I mean, you know, mm. look at you and Jim and <laughs> um, Ottilene Huggan and all those people. You know, so many polygoff, so experienced. Um, it was kind of that, the intimidation of the unknown. And it was, I was social media sparkled. I was in a, I was in a kind of... I can't do this because they're all so bright and sparkly people. It is it's ridiculous. It is it? very different ridiculous. meeting meeting an artist um, for real than it is actually just seeing what they do on Instagram. Yeah, because, because they're real people. Yeah, and they're they're really interesting. Really interesting yeah. to sort of see how they work, and they're happy to chat mm. and everything. I mean, I met a number of them. I think. Didn't get to, I mean, our venue was quite sort of, it had a steady trickle of people all the time. So I didn't get to sort of talk to every single artist. Mm. Um, But most, I have to say, I've chatted to most of them. And um, Mm. they were all very um, happy to talk about what they were doing and and Mm. what they got coming up and share Mm. different ideas for galleries and things like that. So, you know, it, it was, it felt, enriching to go along for the weekend felt enriching to me yes I I would 100% agree and I'd say to anybody who is oh I'd say to anybody god that sounds so trite doesn't it but if you're wobbling about how to start sign up to an arts trail because the people will rally around you yeah and also if you're wobbling just take one more step yeah, just one a tiny step. step. Just just do yeah. a little bit at a time. Oh. And so, yeah, I mean, sometimes it does feel like a massive step, doesn't it? Yeah, but reach out as well to somebody in the community. I mm. mean, somebody else who's going to exhibit and just say, actually, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, do you know anything about this? And 100% they'll come back and say, oh, don't be, I'll be there for you. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, mm. it is, it is. I yeah. think I've done I've done quite well voice wise, haven't I? Yeah, you have. Do you need to um have a slurp or shall we wrap up very quickly? I think why don't you just tell me what you're gonna do apart from tidy the studio? Have you got any big plans? Um if you, you're COVID free. If I'm COVID free, I'm hoping to get up to Newcastle. Mm. Um take my daughter to an open day. It may nice. not be me. It may no. be my maybe my husband taking her. Yeah. But it was going to be a nice couple of days away, just the two of us. Yeah, that's, that, you were really we're, excited about it. Yeah, no, so I was mm. going to do that. So if I'm COVID-free, that's what I'll do. And I was going to be able to see my other daughter mm. en route, which would be yeah. really lovely. But yeah. it could still happen. I mean, yeah. I'm just going to be doing COVID tests daily just to see sort of if I'm yeah, clear or not. Yeah, yeah, but, um, we'll and see. I should, yeah, I should mention as well, if we are COVID-free, well, if you are COVID-free, I'm COVID-free, um, 
we'll be setting up for... Oh, my gosh, oh, yes. In fact, by the time this goes out, it will have just finished. We're we- having a week in Somerset with Gina Belford, um, Gina Belford Art, as I know her. Oh, um, gosh, I Karen hope I'm and me. And well, yeah, I'm gonna have to chat to you about that. I hope I am I clear by then. <laughs> I hadn't even thought that far ahead. I was just thinking weekend, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. I'd forgotten about the Sunday. Yeah. That, oh my That's word! Another week, isn't it? I know. Mm. So we've got a week. Oh, fingers, actually, fingers crossed. Yeah, that I am clear and able to mm. still set up and steward. Yeah, and if you can't, we'll manage it between us somehow. That'll be fine. That's going to be interesting. Except for the Wednesday, because I am going to Wimbledon. Oh, have a good time. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Do you have tickets yet or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've actually, they were bought in 2020. And then, you know, the world ended. Which court are you on? We are on Centre Court for the whole day. And it is second round day. So... I do. I've been to Wimbledon twice. Yeah. Um, and one was like a lucky dip ticket, mm. you know, mm. and it was right up in the gods of um, Court One. Yeah. Is it court One? Court One's good the round, one as well. The round one. Yeah. Covered yeah. round one. And the other one yeah. was Centre Court when Tim yeah. Henman... Tim Henman was playing, so you can say oh. how long ago it was. Yeah. I went, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, we've we've been lucky enough to get tickets a few times. Um, again, in that you know, it's one of the sporting events that still does a draw, and it, that it just makes it accessible for so many people. Yeah, so it's lovely. Can't mm. wait. It's a really lovely, lovely special day out. So, yeah. Yes, that's what I'm hoping to do. Good. Yes, well, but anyway, you go. Thank you. Pot around your studio. Potter around and. Stop talking to make myself cough. And um, I shall be fighting fit for the next podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be Karen doing all the talking next time. (laughs) I'll have to make up up for it. I'll just sit here and wave. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, have a lovely, lovely creative week, everybody. Yeah, take care. Bye for now. Lots of love. Bye. Slam for the slaughter I'll be the cliff of you